0: She's April, and she's Molly, and we are the Book Bessies. It would it be an episode of Book Bessies without Molly dropping shit. We're in chapter books now, we big girls. And nothing could be worse than Ice Planet Barbarians, so. Because we're bubbly
1: motherfuckers.
0: You revealed things that I didn't know about myself. You yeah, already redo that. Why'd I come in with all that pep? What the hell? Because it's
1: the last episode of the season! <laughs> season three! Womp womp! We are fuckers!
0: I currently have COVID. Yes, you do have COVID. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, uh, I'm off quarantine tomorrow, the day after we're filming this, I come off of quarantine. So by the time this episode comes out, I will be like, supposedly all done with like the COVID Mm -hmm. mitigations. But
1: how are you feeling though? uh,
0: I mean, so yesterday I was really dizzy because my ears were clogged. And so I took some Benadryl. So today I'm like Benadryl hungover. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel a little shaky about that. And um Benadryl does that to
1: everybody, yeah. I
0: like. Also my sugar has just been really weird because I wasn't really eating right. And so well, um your stomach's full of snot. You don't want food in your belly. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't really eat a lot, so I don't I kind of feel like I maybe have lost some weight over the past week, which is fine. Like I I definitely couldn't stand to lose I think some weight. But so. America can still stand to
1: lose a few pounds.
0: But um the biggest complaint that I have is, um, I have really bad problems with my hips. I have Mm -hmm. arthritis in my hips and, um, the joint pain that's come along with COVID. Um, I, it's my whole leg that hurts. Like my entire left leg is so painful that like, I can't put weight on it. Like, it's just been bad. Um, My left hip's my bad hip, too. And that's the one that James... Someone that James, like, napped on, like, while he was in utero. We have 3D ultrasound pictures of him laying his head on my hip. Fucking ridiculous, but it's true. Rude. It was very rude. So, um... He goes to the left. Yeah. Always. Um... And so, I mean, I guess it was better than Sam, who decided to stand up and down and kick my cervix like he was trying to escape for nine months. He was a beanpole. I was like, brah, stop it. Um, Super rude. Super rude. But, yeah, so basically this is what happened. Last week, Sam had, Sam's our youngest, he had a stomach bug he got sent home from school vomiting and he had a little bit of a fever it was like 100 101 wasn't really that big he threw up for three days and had diarrhea for a day yeah it was 100 percent a stomach bug right absolutely 100 yeah. percent a stomach bug but he missed so many days of school that i had to take him to the doctor to get a doctor's note right while we're at the doctor's office she does strep covid and they have to now because, because they because have to because all these-
1: Damn, germs are everywhere
0: changing, right? And all of us have the flu in November, so I was like, Well, I know it's not the flu, and his throat doesn't hurt, like, it's definitely a stomach bug. He tested positive for COVID, and I was like, What? What the fuck? Yeah, the new
1: variant has like a lot of stomach issues. Well, like, a lot, it hasn't
0: for me, but um, like, for me, as a mom who's Mm -hmm. been a mom for you know almost 10 years now. It looks like a stomach bug. It's a stomach bug. Like, I do not We don't
1: go looking for zebras where there's horse feet.
0: I wouldn't even... Exactly. I wouldn't even have taken him to the doctor had he not missed so many days of school that I had to. Like, he had a stomach bug. So, uh, the day before I took him to the doctor, Tom texted me while I was at work and was like, I'm fucked. I have a fever and I feel terrible. And I was like, oh, Oh, no. no. So, when I got home that night, his fever was like 102.8. Like, it was high. Tom's? Yes. Damn. I know. So I was like, baby, I think you maybe have COVID. He's like, I don't have COVID. There's no way. We, no one in the house has COVID. I haven't been anywhere. It's not COVID. I've been home with Sam. You know, it's not COVID. That's so how I got it. I was somebody like, somebody brought it to me. <laughs> right. I was like, so, well, can you sleep on the couch tonight so I don't get sick because, you know, I work and I don't want to, I don't have sick time. Mm -hmm. I'm new to my job. And so he slept on the couch. And so the day that I took Sam to the doctor and we found out he was COVID positive, I went and bought a bunch of home COVID tests, tested Tom. He was positive. James and I were both negative. The next day, I went to go to the store to pick up, you know, things because now I'm the I'm the one that can drive that yeah. does not have COVID. And while I was out, I was shivering, like, the entire time. I no. had on my big winter jacket. I had the heat blasting. Nothing was getting me warm. So I came home and texted you and Katie and was like, "Um, here's my COVID. Symptoms. Katie's like, yeah, you probably should take a test. So I do. I have COVID. So I'm like, okay, well, James just needs to stay away from all of us. We're going to make sure he doesn't get it. Turns out James also got COVID, but he is asymptomatic. But he has to be, is the school rule they have to stay home? He has to stay home. He can go back tomorrow um, with a mask. Sam went back on Monday um, with a mask, uh, but they, he's asymptomatic. He has zero symptoms, no fever, no stomach. Is he going
1: to be able to handle the mask okay? I know sometimes the, those are a struggle for him.
0: I'm not sure how he's going to do with it, Um he has a mask exemption, but because he's COVID positive, he really it doesn't apply. There's like, no, he has yeah. to wear it. Um, so we, I don't know how he's going to do. We'll see. But he doesn't have any symptoms. Like, he tested positive for COVID, but he truly is asymptomatic. asymptomatic. That's great. Literally nothing. I'm really glad he didn't get sick. Um, but it's just, you know. Yeah. But I, I go back to work tomorrow, and I'll be masked, you know, for... The five days. Um, and I'm going to make up hours this weekend because I, I yeah. was supposed to work the weekend that I was sick. So I've actually missed now four days of work and that was all my sick time. So I'm yeah. making up, um, two Stuff. of those days. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, we've been just, I got all my seeds in for the spring. <laughs> there goes all my books. I was trying to readjust.
0: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's would uh, be an episode of book besties without Molly
1: dropping, dropping shit. something.
0: <laughs> Looking out the window. Something. Um, ADHD moments with Molly.
1: ADHD moments with Molly. I'm finished all my my Christmas shopping. I mailed everything. I mean, I mailed you a box yesterday.
0: And I got it today. This morning.
1: I cannot fucking believe.
0: Did you open it? Did you Um, see Santa? I opened the outside box to- The inside
1: box is for under your tree. That is just for April, April, not bestie April.
0: Here- here is the inside box,
1: which is like America Santa. <laughs> it's Matthew and I have dubbed him "Fuck Yeah America Santa." There are so many. Uh, do, you, do you remember? Do you remember? Flags. Fuck Yeah America! <laughs> I'm gonna put the link for that in the comments because that was a claymation movie from the early 2000s.
0: Oh my god! But that's
1: all I think of when I saw that, and I was like. Oh my god! I mean, oh my god! I'm mean, gonna explain this to April. <laughs> I love stars, so the blue star, blue and white
0: with oh, the it's stars, super cute. It's so beautiful.
1: But like, the longer you stand at the look at the Santa mural, which you know what? Put it in a picture of it in the story so okay. everybody can look at it. Because like, I actually don't. Long, I actually don't think it's that bad. Too, but you're a Republican. You love the American flag. Yes, it's true. You love the American This is flag. the
0: appropriate box for your Republican friends. You should do Fuck die. yeah, America! Put put a, a gun in it for them with, you know, some- Camel R-A- on a- your shoulders, <laughs> <laughs> an
1: NRA hat, a Trump 2020 sign in the back. <laughs> don't,
0: don't send me Trump stuff.
1: No, I won't. Uh, I did send you one other gift, though. You did? That- that is for please. Bestie April.
0: Should yeah, I open yeah. that now? Yes,
1: please do. I hope you don't have this already. I was really nervous you already have this.
0: I don't know. We will see. I did not open it. It came a while ago, and I just kept forgetting to bring it up here. So mm-hmm. um, it has a note that says, Merry Christmas from your book, Bestie. But what it actually says is, note from buyer. Can you add a note saying, Merry Christmas from your book, Bestie? Question mark.
1: <laughs> what an asshole
0: like people just
1: don't even what try anymore rapping?
0: that is so That's cute. Super cute I love the little paper doily on top
1: so there was an option for scented and unscented and I went unscented okay good
0: call yeah I figured is it a waffle necklace <laughs> oh my gosh this is amazing <laughs>
1: It's a replica of Leslie Nope's waffle necklace. Yes,
0: it is a replica. That is amazing. Oh my gosh, everybody look. Hope with nope, I do not have this. I fucking I wasn't love it. Sure if you had it or not. I fucking love this. Um Oh, waffle necklace Parks and Rec Amy Polar. <laughs> but it came with the option of
1: smelling like waffles and syrup. Or not, and it's I was a good, like, "Good call on the not." I was like, mm, "I have sensory issues. Yeah. I'm most certainly sure my
0: bestie's going to have sensory issues with this." Yes, your bestie does. Oh, I love this so much! Isn't it super cute? So cute! Can you see it? Like, yes, yeah, I love it. So
1: Can you see the syrup? Is the syrup super like visible? Um,
0: it you could see huge chunks of butter. That's good. Good
1: enough. It's so very your gift cute,
0: and Leslie would have eaten hers with um, whipped cream anyway. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, your gift, you let your husband pick. <laughs> I didn't let him. Just to clarify, I didn't let him pick it out. He sent me two links and said, "Buy this for Molly for Christmas." I was like, "I, I haven't picked Molly a present out yet." He's like, "No, this is what we're going to get her," and I was like. Uh, I get the uh, point, Tom. Okay. I
1: get the fucking point. I move a lot. My mic.
0: That's <laughs> Tom. Mic- Tom and I sent her a sound screen, which I actually have one of those too, that he bought me. Right. It's a
1: beautiful color green, by the way. Oh, I yeah. love the color. Yeah.
0: He picked a different color and I was like, no, green's our favorite color. Oh, um, so I have one that's similar that he got me either for Christmas last year or the year before. Yeah. No, it hadn't been last year because um, we weren't recording before. But um and he we also got you a mic stand. So yeah. stop, um I'm gonna have to get room. a I'm gonna have to get a mic
1: stand, like a boom attachment for it because mm-hmm. my desk's too wide mm-hmm. and the the mic can't fit on it without being like on the other side of the room. But the screen's perfect for my desk. Like, it goes yeah. right around the mic, and you can just shove it in the corner, and it kind of just... I mean, yeah. I sound good,
0: don't I? You sound great. Urf.
1: Yeah. Urf. So, I mean, it works. I get your point, you smartass, Thomas. Yeah.
0: I mean, so it's not, like, the most sentimental gift. I'm sorry, but... No, um, but it's logical. But, uh, <laughs> you know... It's
1: thoughtful. It's thoughtful. And a smartass gift. I yeah. get the point,
0: Thomas. Yeah, he is a smartass, but you know I love him. <laughs> um, books that I fell on the ground. So, well, do we want to? Do we want to start with like?
1: I I got to be honest with you guys.
0: What the fuck did I do with the book? Um,
1: this week's book is Queerly Beloved, but uh, April and I had a long talk about this book, and um, I DNF'd it this week. And I don't DNF books. And we don't DNF pod books.
0: Absolutely and not. And I'm kind of mad that I didn't just DNF it, too. We
1: should have. I should have told you to DNF it because um, I'm disappointed in this book.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think April is, too. I'm offended and I'm dis- by the book. I, yes. it is. It is a poor representation of not just... The left and the right, but a poor representation of everyone in the LGBT plus community. Mm -hmm. I read all the way to chapter 22. So I made it 95% of the way. Mm -hmm. And the longer we got into this book, the more it played into cliches and stereotypes of not just people on the right, and calling them hateful things, Mm -hmm. but also the people on the left, it played into every gay stereotype, every lesbian stereotype, every bisexual stereotype. It made it seem like nobody on either side is fighting or trying or caring. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's offensive. Yeah. It's offensive (laughs) from my side of the aisle, from where I stand as a person that reading this book, as a person that identifies as a part of the alphabet mafia, this book is offensive to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I could no longer read it. Yeah. And um, I know you had some feelings, April, but one thing I did want to say before April had to state- make her statement, this book right here, this is the shit my my, my my gay friends, my queer friends, this book is what the far right thinks gay propaganda is. Mm-hmm. Then when they talk shit about us and are tell- saying that we, we have this gay agenda, this is what they think we're talking about. This is what they think we're giving our children. Yeah. And this is not us. And the sex is terrible. Bro, I have never read a more boring sex story in my all life. It
0: was cut to black.
1: All boring. Anyways, okay. So,
0: go- so I was very offended by this book as a Christian. Like, leaving the politics out of it, just talking about my religious beliefs... Before I finished the first chapter, I lost count of how many times the author criticized the Christian community for being hateful. hateful. And I want to say, I know, I know that there are Christians that have been um, vocal, very loud about and disrespectful to the LGBTQ community. But it, isn't, it doesn't make up the entire faith. It mm-hmm. also, that isn't the only religion that um, speaks out against LGBTQ. And, like, I feel like people forget that, that, like, mm-hmm. it's not just Christianity that does that. And, again, I think I said this... I, like think, he- I think what's the frustrating part is the Christians have
1: the most airtime mm-hmm. when it comes to it. Yeah. When it comes to publicly yeah i think the reason it's easiest to attack the christians i'm not saying attacking the christians is right
0: no but i saying that is the that the is primary the primary
1: target is christians but that's because that's, christians have the airtime
0: right that's the They're, narrative though right. that is the narrative that um that the media perpetrates mm-hmm. and i'm not i i i want everyone to know that that is not every christian Absolutely not. And it isn't a lot of us, actually. Um, and, like, the church that Tom and I go to right now, we go to a Methodist church. We both grew up Methodist and have always gone to a Methodist mm-hmm. church. Our church is actually splitting right now between, oh. um, like, I don't know which way our particular home church is going to go, but the Methodist faith is actually splitting between mm-hmm. two sects of Methodists, which um, one group will allow... LGBTQ marriage in the church mm-hmm. and the other group won't. So it's... I don't know which way our particular church is going to go, but, like, that is happening. There are Christians that are very supportive of of queer rights. Like, I'm one of them. Like, I have a lot Cheer. of friends that are LGBTQ. Um, I have a lot of students that were LGBTQ. Uh, are, but they're not my students anymore, so that's why the were. Um, I, I just... I want people to know that not all of us are like this. And the author very clearly was trying to make the point that we needed um, gay marriage to be legal. The book takes place before that was, that was the case. And I know you didn't read the end, but it ends after that it has, there's an epilogue after gay marriage has been legalized. Mm -hmm. And um, she basically has a whole empire of working LGBTQ weddings and no longer as a, a fake bridesmaid, but now she has like a whole coordinating thing that she does. And of course, everybody in the book is involved in the coordinating. Like all of her friends, exactly, it's a bullshit flag. It's so unbelievable. But she never loses that focus that like the problem with everyone is the Christian community. And I'm just and so deeply offended. It's just. It takes a village. We say this
1: all the time when it comes to raising children. It mm-hmm. takes a village when it comes to raising our kids. It takes a village when it comes to building our communities. It takes a village to change minds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Change doesn't happen overnight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We didn't lose don't ask, don't tell in the military overnight. Right. Some branches adapted it faster than others. It takes time. And I get not everybody as is as progressive Or forward thinking as all of us, right? Mm -hmm. There is a lot of us. I have a family member that doesn't like using they, them as a pronoun. They think it's ridiculous. They think I have several family members actually that think it's just unnecessary that people that feel that way are invalid. And, there is a lot of different ways of thinking and I'm not saying how those people think are right or wrong. I'm mm-hmm. saying it takes time for people to change. Yeah. And books like
0: this make it seem like nobody's ever going to change. Right. And, and and I just don't fucking buy it that the only bakery in all of Tulsa that she could work. This. Hold on, I got to fix my sweater. As I'll keep going the only fucking bakery in all of tulsa that she could work in was right. a called daily bread and very christian centric
1: and you're that was me. the only
0: place that you could work and you had to remain like, closet. that's the only bakery have you been to tulsa oklahoma it is massive you're telling me the
1: only bakery in all of fucking tulsa all of tulsa is one bullshit and bullshit okay we need to stop giving this book airtime
0: yeah, so that's basically what we're doing. We're not going to give this book any more acknowledgement. Um, no, I'm no. really um, disappointed I bought this if book. If
1: you're a fan of this book, I mean, feel free in to email us, comment on the episode things. Explain to us what you see in it and what we're missing because we're mm-hmm. not seeing it. But... Good we, reads. We've t-
0: go go peruse Goodreads before you pick this one up because there are a lot of people that feel the same way that we do.
1: One of the things we've always told you guys is we're going to be honest. Mm-hmm. That is one thing you come here for mm-hmm. is honesty about books. Mm-hmm. And we've set a new standard today for book besties from here on out. Yeah, If a book is disrespectful, disgusting, anything of this way, shape, or form, we feel it's going to insult us or you guys, mm-hmm. we're not going to represent it. We're not going to give yeah. it a platform. We are not going to let hate live in and this it, world.
0: It's not even... Because
1: we're bubbly motherfuckers and we are happy and we don't want that fucking anger in our lives.
0: It's not even a good meet cute guys. It's not even a good sex book. Like, it's none of that. So what you would think of a romance novel, it's not that. So just don't... The, don't
1: the get that The thing that saved... What the fuck was that fishy one we read? The fucking dock worker and the, the, the chick with the bar and Oh, it happened one summer. It doesn't even have good sex like that. Mm -mm. At least it happened one summer, had good sex. This doesn't even have sex.
0: It's all cut to black in this one. Okay. All right. So instead. Enough of that.
1: So instead, I want to talk about this past year. We've done two fucking seasons. We are over 6,000 downloads. We have so many new fans. It's time for a fucking recap, homies. Yeah, so
0: I just want to say before we start recapping I thought there
1: was a hole in my armpit. It was gosh, this Molly. guy
0: here. <laughs> I just want to say for those of you who have recently joined <laughs> us, welcome and thank you so much for finding us. I really hope that you stuck with us after the first season because we learned so much. <laughs> like, if you listen to that's our so early much. episodes, you could tell that we weren't we were nervous. Uh, we were afraid to like be spoiler you know, to give spoilers, which we don't care well, about we anymore. We didn't want to offend anybody. We, did, we didn't yeah. want to hurt anybody's feelings. We, we wanted to be kind, just, and and you know, we, we didn't want to upset authors.
1: We also and now we're tiptoed just, around, like, around
0: each other's opinions. Like, uh, you know, if you found a book, you loved a book, and I didn't love it. Like, we didn't want to offend each other. But no, now, we just don't do that, it's you get what you're We had to for. settle in. Yeah, we had to settle in. We did. Um.
1: So I want to talk about first the missing episode of Lost
0: Apothecary. the Lost Apothecary. <laughs> I pulled up the questions. Um, oh, fuck. Are you going to make me talk about that? No, movie? no, 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 no. Um, for those of you who don't know, here's what happened while Molly's looking. So we record on a platform called Zencaster. Hashtag not sponsored. We are a beta tester for Zencaster, but we are not sponsored by them. Um, and the day that we needed to film the platform, the platform was... Down. Um, down down, and that's not something that happens and kester is really great about like keeping us looped in and you know even when they've had bugs it's never been like the whole system is down so we decided to to record on a different platform um and we thought it was recording we did a test run it, the test run worked we filmed the entire episode and none of it filmed and here's well, the thing. It's filmed. It just didn't, stay, it didn't safe. stay. And here's the thing. Molly and I hated The Lost Apothecary. Hated it. And so I keep ragging on her that she made me read that fucking book and we never did the episode. <laughs>
1: um the butt nuts and bolts of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you haven't read The Lost Apothecary, it it is a time mm-hmm. jump book, mm-hmm. right? It is historical fiction. It is this woman who Three different points of view. Yes, um, and it's this woman who finds out her husband, was, was he cheating? I don't fucking yes, know. Yes, he
0: was cheating on her. He and was they cheating. were supposed to go on their 10th anniversary trip, trip to London, but instead she goes without him. And she muck, and she's like walking
1: around the Thames and like digging through yeah. the trash while they're raking. Yeah. And that's how we get into the past, is her digging and, through
0: trash. And here's the thing. So she finds this bottle that's right. an apothecary bottle, which is a part of the lost apothecary mm-hmm. but here is the most unbelievable fucking part about this book yeah and all of the people who search london whose job is to be a historian or to, to literally a day a day every day they didn't find day. the lost apothecary but this bitch from from chicago did like no on her random vacation. Are you fucking kidding me? No. And the audiobook for that book, which is the way that both of us read it, the audiobook narrator for the apothecary from the past was so bad. It was so, so bad. bad. It was like a really bad Cockney accent from like the <sighs> 1700s. And it was like, it was just like a bad, bad accent. Nah. Like you could tell it wasn't real. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. There was nothing redeeming about the book except the cover no. was
1: really beautiful. The cover was gorgeous and they're making a show out of it still. Are they early? Yeah, we don't get that. What the But fuck? again, so um what was your favorite episode?
0: Oh, favorite episode. So, uh from this year, right? Not just the season. So Yeah, sure. So uh, I I both episodes with Chezy. So we yes. Francesca Zappia came on in March and we Previewed, was Chess it is my favorite my, my mark yes we previewed March, um April. i can't remember but it was in season two we previewed cats and yammer which was one of her which was her book that came out in june of this year yes. she sent us arcs of the book and we got to read it before anyone else and um yeah molly has beautiful colors yeah look at that shine on there this is the arc this is the yeah and so we finished one. We met her. Um, I DM'd her on social media. She's so cool. And she's our friend now. And, it's Bessie Chessie. I know. And uh, so then she came on again for this season, season three. Um, she came on uh to when I was talk sick, about, thank God. Yeah. <sighs> To talk about Station Eleven, which is one of my favorite books, it's also one of Kez's so favorite books. God, she's so smart. She's so smart. So and smart. so I, that was hands down my favorite. In a very close second um, is uh, when we did Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because my husband was on it mm-hmm. and it was embarrassing to me, but it was so much fun. And It was um, fun. It was just fun. So how about you? Um, I think, this
1: is going to be hilarious, so Cerulean, because we loved that book so much. Yeah, that was just a lot of us going,
0: I just love this book. I just I love, love this book. book. I just love this and book. And Ice
1: Planet Barbarian, just because it was so funny. It is such a funny episode. And it was such a funny book. And we had so much fun yeah. just reading it and laughing. And yeah. We both needed that so bad yeah. this last year. And so- I
0: will also say... We had two episodes that Nurse Katie filled in for you and that was a lot yeah. of fun too. Um
1: We we always love Katie.
0: Yeah. She's coming on her- in January.
1: I didn't send her the fuck yeah, America Santa, but I did send her a Santa. <laughs> that one's just for me. Yeah. Because I love you the most. Um gosh. Least favorite book you've read completely this year, both seasons. Uh, other than Lost Apothecary. <laughs>
0: Well, it's probably a tie between um, The Book of Lost Names and Triptych. Ooh. Triptych was too graphic for you. It was so graphic. And, like, I'm not a thrillers reader anyway. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, The Bone Garden was graphic, But I enjoyed that. that. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. There was just some things that were in Triptych that I was just like, oh my gosh, if I didn't have to finish this book, I really wouldn't. And um, the Book of Lost Names, it was Mm -hmm. so cliche and boring and predictable. And like, it just didn't tie everything together in a bow that was believable, you know? Yeah. What
1: was the book? I don't know. Um, I had issues with, What was you didn't like Cersei? Cersei was rough. I had problems with Cersei, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then oh my gosh, um, I had issues with Cersei, and then what was the book where he was kept having groundhogs say he was trying to save his girlfriend,
0: but he couldn't save his girlfriend? Um, the fuck was that? uh, That one was bugged. Hang on, I'll look it up.
1: You know what I'm talking about, though. I do,
0: and I can't remember what it's called. But give me one second, and I'll look it up.
1: He, the covers they're on stairs.
0: Yeah, it's. Um, I think was that in season two or was it in season? Opposite of always. Opposite of
1: always. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one was not great either. No.
1: So, let's talk about what we're looking forward to most for next season.
0: Oh, okay. Well, we can do that. Um. So and we'll
1: do top fives for the year.
0: Okay. So, um the two that I am most looking forward to for next season is Mm -hmm. Love on the Brain by Allie Hazelwood. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one will be in February during, we're going to do a month of romance reads um, like we did for this year. Mm -hmm. And then this one's not coming until May, I think uh, well met by Jen DeLuca. That's supposed to be so good. And I, this was recommended to me by one of my coworkers who I mentioned last week, I'm starting a smut book club yeah us. um she's the one that recommended this and uh it's a whole series and it takes place at like a wren fest um so it's like good nerd I love that. stuff um i'm also really looking forward to this one although i am a little intimidated by it so tomorrow that cover really intimidates me um this book by gabrielle Zevin. um uh-huh. it's everywhere right now it has won yeah. a shit ton of awards it just won goodreads uh like book of the year or something um and you know what that means, right? That we won't like it. We're going to hate it. <laughs> we, don't <usually laughs> we, we don't usually like the big award winners, but um, I, I, I'm i a little intimidated by it, but it is a fan suggestion, and so uh, it's our I first mean, it looks good. Episode. I'm just nervous by it. It's our first episode for season four, so when we come mm-hmm. back in January, that will be the book that we'll be talking so, about. So the two I'm
1: looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. Um, Delilah Green. I read this
0: this I year.
1: It. I bought it. Okay, this book, Delilah Green goes on into the book partner list, like book boyfriend, mm-hmm. book partner. Mm-hmm. Delilah Green is is in there now. She's a book boyfriend. Awesome. She, a book girlfriend. She is just um, Delilah Green. <laughs> and then uh, this one, it's American Royals.
0: I haven't read it yet. Um, I keep seeing it, like, it's it, very popular. Have you read that one already, or no? No, I okay. haven't.
1: These are the two I'm looking forward to. I've read this one because it was a filler for the I know season yeah. when I needed it. Um, after we read a really dark book, and I needed this.
0: Yeah. We, oh, The
1: Astonishing Color of After. Oh, my God, that book was heavy.
0: Yes, that was a heavy one. And I think we, went, we did heavy, really, back-to-back. Back. So we did we really Turtles did. All the Way Down, and... Ooh. Um, it it ends with us and then the Astonishing Color of After were like all right together. I think there was like a book in the middle when we had Alexa on to talk about um, Um, Granted. Granted was in the middle of that. Um,
1: Let me look. I'm going to pull it up No,
0: I I think Alexa was in the middle of that too where we did um, uh, We did, okay, so we did
1: Good Girl's Guide to Murder, Project Hail Mary then Astonishing Color of After then Triptych then Granted, then Midnight Bargain, then we were liars. And then from but We Were Liars, before, we went straight into Mary Shelley.
0: Yeah, and before Alexa came on, that's when we did it it starts it ends with us yeah. and um Turtles All the Way Down. It was just like, yeah. like So rough. heavy. So I think we heavy. Both, heavy I think heavy, we heavy, both heavy. took a break yeah. and like read <laughs> smut. Like romances. Something yeah. smutty.
1: I mean, this is good writing. It's not even just smut, it's good writing. Like Two of her
0: books made my top two for the year. I thought it was YA, but it isn't, right? No, these are adult romances. Okay. For some reason, I had it in my mind that they were that, that so was YA. these actually made it to my top five. Do you want to hear? Yes, I'd love to hear your top five.
1: Okay, so number one for the year so far mm-hmm. is Delilah Green Doesn't Care. So, Delilah is a photographer from New York mm-hmm. who goes back home to Oregon because her stepsister has paid her to a good chunk of money to um, fo- photograph everything from her wedding from the beginning to the end. So Delilah goes home and she starts a secret relationship when a, with one of the bridesmaids who a- happens to be her stepsister's best friend.
0: Uh-oh.
1: Who's bisexual and also has a child. So Delilah starts f- realizing she has feelings. hmm and she doesn't want to stay home, back home, but she also doesn't want to stop this relationship with this girl. So it's about how the complicated it is about that. Okay. That is, well, I'm looking that's forward to, to that one. one. I
0: know we are reading that one next season, so I'm looking forward to it.
1: After that was boyfriend material.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Boyfriend material was number two. Mm hmm. Um, Beach Read, oh, that's your list. Why am I looking at, nope, that's your list, not mine. I was like, that's weird. So after that is House in the Cerulean Sea. That's mm-hmm. my number two. Mm-hmm. It's so good. If you guys have not read House in the Cerulean Sea, where have you been? You need to this read is, it. And this listen is amazing. You can read it with your kids. I mean, Everybody can read it. Um, Project Hail Mary's number three. Mm-hmm. Project Hail Mary was number three because his writing is spectacular. It's smart. It very it's very good. It's creative. It's It's well thought out, right? Right. I I hated the ending, but it's well thought out. Number two is a tie. Um, Both of these were not pod this year. It's Astrid Parker Doesn't Fail, which she's, this is a spinoff from this book. And then uh, Eliza and her Monsters. I reread it this year. Love Chessie. Oh, shit.
0: Tom's going to kill you.
1: He really is. But Astrid is um, about the sister from this book. Astrid doesn't get married in this book. And she fought, comes out late in life and learns that she's bi- she doesn't know she's bisexual or pan, but starts falling for a woman for the first time ever. And this is her story about learning about her sexuality and stuff. It's fantastic. Gotcha. Fantastic. And then my final
0: book was Love Hypothesis for this year. So what's your top five? So I, confession, I had difficulty making this because I had a top 10. <laughs> so, yeah, of course you do. So I uh, pulled off some of them after I made my list and these are the, I it's six cause I put two books together. So yeah, me too. To my top. <laughs> All right. So number one for me this year was the house on the cerulean sea. Um, I loved this book and I was so surprised by this book. Um, fantasy isn't usually my favorite. Um, although surprisingly this year I loved this book, but I also liked Akatar. that didn't make my top five list though. Um, but this book was surprising to me. Um, I just thought I was reading, you know, basically like a Harry Potter type book. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was full of like magic, but in a, in an unexpected way. Like, I really liked these kids. This author made me feel um, sympathetic towards the Antichrist, which was like mm-hmm. so weird for me. Um, and there's a cute little hidden love story that you don't yeah. expect either. Um, I still maintain that the magical creature that the one guy is doesn't wasn't it for me but the phoenix yeah that wasn't it for me but i really liked that book it it was my favorite i read this year so second place was the love hypothesis so i loved this book we had been seeing it all over the book talk and it gave Mm -hmm. us unrealistic expectations for book talk because it sure did we ended up not liking a lot of them that we uh read after that but right um Adam Carlson is a book boyfriend for me. Like this book was so hot and spicy and I love a slow burn. I love it. And it took love so long to get to the sex in this book. And I was just like, I was so hooked by the time we got there. So that was it for me. And I'm very much looking forward to reading um, her second book next season all right so in third place it's a tie for me between these two books by emily henry beach read which we read for pod Oof. and book lovers which we're Is book Lovers. good it's good and we're reading it next season Woo! Good, so I have it on the list. we are reading it i think in february as well mm-hmm. but so uh, we read beach read for pod in june when we did like not june sorry july we did mm-hmm. like beach reads and that was one of them that we picked and I fucking loved it. So, it so good. I bought book lovers. I also bought people we meet on vacation, which I haven't read yet. Um, but those are the three books by Emily Henry that are out, that are adult romance. Mm-hmm. She also has a YA series. I haven't read that. Um, so I liked the side story better in book lovers, but I liked the character, the Romance better, like mm-hmm. the the couple better in Beatrice Tree. Yeah, so for me it's equal. Um, but Emily Henry writes it, I'm gonna read it. Like yeah, hands down, she's be- quickly becoming one of my favorite authors. Um, all right, so then in fourth place, boyfriend material. I am currently reading husband material, which is the sequel. I have it right here. I have it book with my bookmark in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this book. I thought it was going to be a cheap. Uh, knockoff of red, white, and royal blue. But it's so good it its not It's so good. Luke's voice is so funny to me, and um, he and Oliver just make a great couple, and I really like it. I had a friend tell me that she liked that
1: more than red, white, and royal blue.
0: Mm. now i don't know about that because i feel like red white and royal blue was really like my first like dive into romance novels that i was mm-hmm. like oh i understand why people read them yeah and in one year i read red white and royal blue four times so right um you get it i i i you got it <laughs> yes <laughs> oh. um i got it i, 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 I got it, it. Yeah. um and my fifth Top book this year is one we just read last week, which is Spoiler Alert Spoiler by, Olivia, oh, by Olivia Dade. so good. Um, Olivia Dade, let me just tell you, not only did you basically put me in a book, you revealed things that I didn't know about myself, like <laughs> that I want my name screamed out. <laughs> I did not know I wanted that, but now I really do.
1: It's really upsetting when a book like opens you up to things that you didn't realize about yourself. <laughs> Sometimes it's insulting and you're like, fuck you, that was rude. And other times you're like, well, okay
0: then. <laughs> I I saw a an Instagram reel yesterday of mm-hmm. an an audiobook narrator that she was listening to she was reading she was narrating for a book that had two uh-huh. voice two voices. And she was yeah. listening to her partner on the audiobook uh Do his part? His part, yeah. And I think he said something like, you're a good girl or something. And she laughs and says, well, now I have to add praise kinks to my, like my tropes and i think that i might be a praise kinks girl like i i like it when they're like yeah you're a good girl and all these things like yeah okay but i think i've said this before i don't really like being talked to during sex (laughs) but now apparently i want my name screamed out so i don't know i don't know
1: um was there any books this season or this year that you read any books pod not pod challenge related Mm -hmm. any books at all that surprised you this year
0: um, I have one. You go ahead and tell me your one, and I'll look through my Goodreads list.
1: Let's see if I can find it. I'm hoping I have it right here. I haven't finished it yet.
0: It's called...
1: Oh, shit. I think it's on my nightstand. It's called Hood Feminist. And it's about how we can't be fully... Let me see if I can find it. It's a book for white women from black women about how we can't be call ourselves fully feminists unless Mm -hmm. we're standing up for all women. Mm -hmm. And it talks about the plight and the problems and the struggles of women of other cultures that we're not dealing with. It's well written Mm -hmm. and um, it really shows that feminism, when we say we're feminists, it's not just this, Right. Yeah. A feminist isn't just a cisgender white woman. Right. A feminist is bi women, non uh, women that are non-binary or that are ge- gender women, but see themselves, you know, non-binary right. Right. or trans or like feminism isn't just one thing. And we need to remember that. Yeah. And this kind of reminds it. It was surprising. I knew it was going to be informative, but there were things in there I go. Fuck, I need to check my privilege. Yeah, And I think we need books like that sometimes. Books that tell us,
0: check your fucking privilege. I don't read a lot of nonfiction, so I don't have um, that. But um, the one we read this season, or sorry, this year together for Pod, Mm -hmm. that was really surprising for me was The Gunkle.
1: Um, Oh my God,
0: yes, that's on there too.
1: It looks like some cheesy, sappy
0: thing. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a rom-com, but it was more of a tearjerker than I thought it was going to be. But it was so good. So family warm and heartfelt. And and, and I really, really enjoyed that. And I, I hope that they turn it into something because it was really good. And uh, the author... Um, Stephen Rowley actually gave us shout outs on his social media, which was so cool. Um, so, thank you I for that. I
1: think he follows us. I'm not 100% sure.
0: I'm not sure if he does, but he kept sharing our stuff, which was awesome. Um, we appreciate the love. And always. the thing that I read that was not pod that was really surprising to me um, was the Heartstopper series, which is a graphic oh, yeah. novel. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And I am not a fan of graphic novels. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> My mm-hmm. son is obsessed with graphic novels. Oh, I love him. It's not my thing. But I know it's very accessible for people that do have ADHD, do have, like, neurodivergence. Mm-hmm. It's just not really my thing. Um, but I read all four of the books from the, the Heartstopper series and watched mm-hmm. the first season on Netflix. It's so good, guys. It's so good. It's um, YA, uh, LGBTQ, um, the two main characters. One is gay and one is he didn't know he was bi, he develops feelings for his friend and he's like, Oh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm bi. Bisexual. Yeah. Um, There's also a transgender girl. Um, There's a lesbian couple. Uh, It deals with a lot of like coming out and what that's like, Um, having to come out to your parents versus your friends and uh, who will be supportive and who won't. Um, There's a a closeted boy in it who basically um, hooks up with the, outboy and then shames him and brutalizes him publicly um it's it's interesting. interesting it's so heartfelt and all over the place but it's so real like i feel like it's a real representation so of like add to tbr definitely 100 and you you can read i read i read all of the books like an hour for each one because it's a graphic novel so they're they're faster um, so you could power through them all. Um, okay. But we are reading a book by the author uh, during Pride Month next year. We are. Um, and so I am looking forward to that because that's a, that's a chapter, or not a chapter, it's a no- novel as opposed to oh, chapter book. This no, is children's we're librarian. in chapter books now. We big girls. This is children's librarian, so whatever. It's um, okay. It's a I novel, it. and I've only read her graphic novels. So, um, But I really like it a lot, and uh, that is one that I'm, I would definitely say surprise me. I, I really only picked it up because I at the time was working at that a middle school and mm-hmm. my students kept asking for it. And what I needed to make sure of was that there was no sex in it. Because right. I don't have a problem. Appropriate. Right. I don't have a problem with LGBTQ representation. I don't have a problem with LGBTQ sex in a book. I don't have I have a problem with sex in a book at all in a middle school like we've right. got to be careful about that. It's and not like, and, and it's definitely not your place to give that to children right
1: if, And if it's a, a parent graphic. wants right. If a parent wants to give it to them, that's fine, but that is not your place to
0: do that. And being that it was a graphic novel, if mm-hmm. they were having sex, like we're now right. are pictures of sex that's porno right. So I couldn't buy it. If I if I hadn't read it. So I read it and I quite enjoyed it. And there's no sex. So if you do have a middle schooler um, or a high schooler, uh, especially one that's questioning, I definitely pass that one along to them.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Um, I have more questions. Did you have any questions that wrap up?
0: No, I'm so happy we finished the season because we both were so sick this season. And like, it just was a rough one to get through. I'm still having like nasal issues from COVID. Yeah, well, I still was having them from the flu and then I got COVID. So yay for that. Yay for that. Yeah. So anyway, but I think it's been, even though it was like a hard season to finish, like I think we had a really good season and I'm really looking forward to season four and we have so many fun surprises coming out yeah 2023
1: is gonna be so awesome guys yes and when these things that are in the pipe start coming out Mm -hmm. you guys are gonna be so excited and you're gonna be able to join us in different ways and Mm -hmm. it's gonna be
0: more besties more for y'all yes and the, the goal the hope is that we have a patreon going next season as well so you can all join us there as well um but yeah. I don't
1: have anything else. To, you wanted to show them what's the ne- start
0: of next season? Yeah, so I already showed it, but I'll show it again. So I got to move all these fucking books that I just stacked on top of it. <laughs> um, so the first book of the season is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. And that is by that is. Gabrielle Zevin. And... um an last
1: name. I love it.
0: You know what? I have to pull up the list, Molly, because I don't actually know what comes after that. Let me see. Um... You can check our social media. I'll be posting a carousel there. Um, So after tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow, which was a fan suggestion, shout out to my friend Kelly that we're going to be reading that for her. Um, We're doing the Midnight Library. And then Katie will be on to do The Luckiest Girl Alive. And then we are reading Illuminae. Um, which I'm actually really looking forward to that one because I saw it on the shelf of the library where I worked last year and was Uh like, this is intriguing. It's a space opera. I just like that there's like a whole bunch of different things shoved in the middle. Yeah. So anyway, so that's January. Check our social media. We will not be back until January 10th, Mm -hmm. but next week there will be a short 10-minute, I think it's like 10-minute episode in which my husband tells you what he thought of Avatar. Good luck
1: with that game.
0: So if you want to know what Tom thought of ACOTAR.
1: I've already heard it. It's hilarious. You guys are going to have real fun with that. Um, What
0: are you doing on break? I am. Well, I had planned. I had planned to read three books, but because I had COVID, all I've done is like binge watch stuff on TV because like I didn't have capacity for that. So um, I'm going to finish husband material and then I'll probably start tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Um, but, uh, I've binge-watched in one day, like, the, the Sex Life of College Girls, the second season. <gasps> oh my god, I haven't finished season two yet! Well, Is it good? It, the first eight episodes are on HBO Max now, and the last two come out on Thursday of this week, so... It's such a good show. show. Such a good show. Such a good show.
1: If you love Minnie Kaling's writing at all, so good, so good. It's so good. Um, I plan on writing. I I finished my outline. I finished my outline for Doctor Blake.
0: I'm so proud of my little pantser friend who's doing outlines. Like I mean, it's complete chaos, and I can't wait to tell you how I
1: finish it. And I figured out like how I'm gonna write it. I have never been so together in my life when it comes to writing, and I've never been more proud of myself, and it's very fucking
0: scary. I'm excited for you. <laughs> Nothing could be worse than Ice Planet Barbarians, so. <laughs> Just remember, I didn't write Fifty Shades of Grey. It's true.
1: <laughs> Nothing is ever worse than life. So, okay, guys, we are done. It's the middle of the week. Nobody's home. We're going to go spend time with our partners and not waste your time anymore today i'm gonna like, go take is. a nap yeah i mean you do have COVID. that's a great idea yeah that's a great idea uh we love you guys love we you will guys. see y'all in in january another couple of weeks yeah bye, bye. thank you for joining us Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of Molly and April and not those of anyone else. Your Book Besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins. Editing by Thomas Watkins and music is Sleep Sweetly by Prigida. Don't forget to follow the Book Besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. like to contact the Book Besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or our website, www.bookbestiespodcast.com.